It's Monday, the 15th of May. Welcome to Afternoon Sports. Shadwicker here, joined by Shane Lee, as always. Shane, yesterday was Mother's Day. I'm sure you had to pull out the stops for the uh, Sunday afternoon. What did you guys get up to? Uh, we had a nice day. Um, well, for Lorraine, we, uh, we went for a walk in the morning and she got a, we found a new coffee shop, so she liked that. And then we, I cooked her a nice dinner. Um, mm-hmm. She went off and had a massage, and I took I took my son get get him out of her hair to the driving range for an hour or so. So that was good. Uh, it was a really nice, relaxing day. Unfortunately, didn't get to see my mum. She's down the south coast, but I'll I'll try and see her in a couple of weeks. What kind of massage we're we talking here? Uh, hopefully, a normal one. Okay. Well, I think man, <laughs> it's Mother's Day. She deserves to be satisfied for one day of the year. Come on now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've got plenty to get into when it comes to sport for this Monday. A big weekend has gone down. Uh, a bit going on in the boxing world. The EPL is in the final few uh, matches, which has got some very interesting uh, happenings in the relegation zone that we've got to chat about. The NBA playoffs is getting into the uh, pointy end as well, plus, of course, the NFL, NRL and AFL. Let's get into it. Hey Muppets, this is Stewie McGill here. As much as I don't want you to, please listen to Fire Up. They told me that I was coming on with Chris Gale, the most attractive cricket player in the cosmos. Unfortunately, it was the other Chris Gale and Stevie F here. Uh, Very sorry about that, but I promise you, if you want to know anything about Rugby League, at Fire Up Rugby League. Find Fire Up on any podcast app. Well, let's start things off with an Aussie that's absolutely killing it. Jason Maloney, the new WBO bantamweight world champion. Look, some people are saying it's controversial circumstances, but if the strap's around your waist, that's all that matters, eh? That's all that matters, mate. It's his third attempt as well. So, um, yeah, very good effort. W- winning on split decision. Um, he used his jab beautifully, fast feet to uh, to move the Filipino around the um, the ring. Um, they reckon he actually, well, he reckons he broke his hand in the third or fourth round. So to go that far afterwards is a is a bloody solid effort. Don't they say sometimes that's a benefit because like mm. you stop feeling the punches, <laughs> so yeah, you can I, just throw them harder. You don't know. I don't know about that. It would it wouldn't be very comfortable. And, well, they always say you know it sticks out like a sore thumb. It'd be pretty bad if you you're punching someone in the head and your hand's broken, but. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, adrenaline kicks in, and um, he got the job done, and and well done too. He's he's, he's no spring chicken, but to, to go back to his third attempt and then finally get the win is, is a great effort. Well done to him. Yeah, such good effort there. And uh, looking over to the world game in football, mm. a big effort is going to be needed by a couple of teams here that are unfortunately battling it out for releg- <laughs> to miss relegation at the moment. Leicester City, a fall from grace for a team that not too long ago took out the title. Uh, they are now sitting in 19th position. I'm happy with this because it means Everton has more of a chance to try and survive and stay in the top t- top tier competition, they're sitting at seventeenth right now. What are you thinking? We've got Everton on thirty two, sitting uh, just outside relegation. Leeds thirty one, yeah. Leicester City thirty, Southampton's gone on twenty four. They're gone, yeah. So they're definitely gone. It's going to come down to well, obviously Leeds and 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 I think Leicester, um, unfortunately. So I think Everton's safe, mate. Oh, I hope so, but oh, mate, I wouldn't count my chickens yet. We need to get <laughs> if we can get a win. I think out of these last couple of games, that pretty much secures it for you. But geez, it's going to be a nervous, nervous couple of matches left. But what a crazy time to see Leicester City drop back down. Yeah. Um, after the fairy tale story of oh, it was a while ago, but still, like to be coming in and then leaving in such a quick 
a uh, couple of years or few years would be devastating for fans. It'd be hugely devastating, and um, yeah, they've overachieved. Now, um, you know what comes with success means now they're, they're grossly underachieving, uh, potentially going to get relegated. But that's how good the EPL is. That's how close it is. You, you can be at the top of the table one year and then you know fighting for survival the next. Yeah, it is going. It's going to be a wild uh, scenes if Leicester City do drop out eventually, and it's not looking good for them at the moment. But so long as evidence stays in, I am happy. Good. Um, before we wrap up talking uh, the world game in football, we've got to mention Chelsea. Sam Kerr's Chelsea winning against Man United in the FA Women's Cup. Uh, another late goal. I said, oh, it's not as late as yep. usual. Probably midway through no. the second half by Sam Kerr, but she knows how to find the back of the net. She finds the back of the net all the time. Well, Man you found the back of the net in the first 22 seconds. Um, fortunately for Chelsea, they were just offside. It was very close. Um, but yeah, I, I said it last week. I said, Sam Kerr, she can find the, the winning goal. It's normally late. Um, this was in about the 29th minute, I think. And uh, yeah, she was just in the right place at the right time and, and slotted it in. And uh, there she is, another bit of silverware for um, Sam Kerr, the Aussie superstar. Mate, the greatest Australian footballer ever as she's heading towards. She can win a World Cup, mm. win a yeah. World Cup as well. Geez, what a stellar year it'll be. And I tell you what, we're getting her in top-tier form right now, which is great because there was an injury scare not that right. long ago that we were a bit worried that she was going to be fit for the Women's World Cup that comes here in a couple of months. Um, but this is, mate, we're getting her at peak Sam Kerr level with a uh, trophy case full of silverware. So go you, good thing. Uh, speaking of teams bowing out, though, the NBA playoffs has been going nuts over the last few days, obviously, last few weeks um, with these matches. Lakers fans would be absolutely stoked after their display against the Warriors in Game 6 in LA. Huge effort, 122 to 101 to take out the uh, that series 4-2. Uh, LeBron with 30 points, 9 assists, 9 rebounds. Steph Curry, he still managed 32 points, 5 assists and 6 rebounds, um, but just wasn't good enough. LeBron stepping up. They reckon when the Lakers, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, Shad, but when the Lakers win... The amount of revenue that goes to the NBA is through the roof. Well, they are they are probably the most popular franchise yes. in the NBA. So I mean, yep. it is financially yep. great for them. I think yeah, the Warriors are, are another stellar team as well. That game mm. uh, in the last one, really the Lakers. Obviously, LeBron decided to switch it on uh, and really went nuts. But I think it's AD is a big key to this team. Like if he's not getting boards yeah. and putting up close to twenty, um, this team doesn't do that well. And it's fascinating, though. They've got the best record since the playoff, uh, since the All-Star weekend. They've been playing great basketball. Mm. We said this a few weeks ago. I said there's a pathway here for the Lakers to really waltz through. Yeah. And now they're in the conference finals against the Nuggets, who, you know, they're a bit of a one-dimensional side, some have been saying, but they managed to put away in their own fantastic effort against the uh, Suns. Uh, to get themselves through up against a team with two superstars, some could argue three stars um, in that Sun side. So, you know, Lakers Nuggets, top seed versus a team that had to use the play-in to get in, which is outrageous. Uh, and on the other side, in the other side of the conference, the other play-in team has made it through to the conference finals as well in the Miami Heat. Yes, yeah. So... Is there, I didn't know Wazzy's left now. Like Lansdale's gone out um, uh, with the Suns. And Durant, so no, what's his left? Is there? No, um, I don't believe so. Uh, so it's no. it's going to be man. It's interesting playoffs. I mean, also the Celtics have made it through after beating the uh, 76ers, which is another mm. fascinating result as well. So 
things are going to get juicy in these conference finals. Yes. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Hey, we're going to take a uh, quick break before we come back with some AFL, some bad news again for your Swannies, um, plus some worrying signs for another big team in the NRL. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters, build fast sports multis, and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. I don't want to get you down on a on a Monday, mate, but uh, I need to just ask this question straight out the gate. What is wrong with your swans? Oh, mate, there's a lot of things wrong. We've got a lot of injuries. Um, there's scars there from last year's grand final. Uh, you can't keep fourth. blaming it on the grand final, oh, mate, I honestly. Well, well <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know we can't, but it, 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 they look mentally shot. Um, we keep losing. We're getting run over in the fourth quarter, that means we've got something wrong mentally. We're, we're good enough. I think we're fit enough, so it's not a fitness thing. So it's got to be mental. Um, but four losses in a row now, and um, I think we slide down to 14th on the ladder, which is which is not great. Frio, look, they're an okay side, but, uh, yeah, knocking us off by 17 points, 103 to 86. And, uh, yeah, a very, very hard game to watch in the weekend, that one. How harsh is the Swans and the AFL in general when it comes to a big fall from grace? Like, at what point, if any, do questions start to get asked of coaching and certain players and, like, oh, no, we've got to change this side? Like, at what point does that start to come into the frame for Swans fans and the club in general? Uh, it, it won't – like, John Longmire's got years if he wants them. I think he's just done a fantastic job. Don't forget, only last year we thought we weren't going to make the top eight at all. Uh, we made the grand final. Uh, we're supposed to be rebuilding for a couple of years. So I think what's actually happened this year is we're, we're probably where we are, where we should have been last year, I reckon, but um, overachieved. Yeah, um, right. Saying that, but uh, there's a couple other cracking matches on the weekend. Adelaide – Super dominant, uh, 121, defeating St Kilda 69, um, which I thought was fantastic. The Pies are on the top of the table, mate, smashing GWS. That was embarrassing for them. Mm. Um, and then the Bulldogs beating yes. your Carlton, mate. I know. Horrible. Carlton's the other one that's falling apart. Yeah. I can't believe how quickly yep. the wheels are falling up. I'm glad we all mm. took screenshots of them when they were sitting uh, top of the table <laughs> because we didn't think we'd ever see it again, and I think we're correct. Uh, yeah. They're going to be I'm struggling. Gonna, I'm just going to watch last season, I reckon. Yeah. Except <laughs> yeah. the last game. Uh, let's turn to the NRL. Another team that's probably worried and a bit concerned as what's happening with their form right now is the Manly Sea Eagles. Mm. I'm worried about this Manly side. Uh, they got just pumped by Cronulla. That's back-to-back uh, embarrassments, really, uh, against some decent sides. They are yeah. out of touch, and they don't look like they've got anything in the tank to put up against sides at the moment. No, they don't. Um, and, look, Cronulla, there's, there's two, two tales to this story here. Like, Cronulla looked fantastic early. I just don't think they had the knockout punch to really go all the way. Um, mm. They should be bearing sides when they were on top. I think it was, they were up 18-0, weren't they? Yeah, um, yeah, they, they, they should have really put Manly away there. Here's the other big question for me. Tur- Turbo, he cannot play State of Origin this year. He looks lame. No, I don't think – I think there's something up with Turbo's game at the moment yeah. that yeah. that we're not fully aware of. The, the fact that this mm. came down to six points was just, I think, um, 
like flattering to the Seagulls, personally. Yeah, it was. Um, And and you're right about Cronulla. I think there is an element of, you know, the world runs through Nico, but who's going to step up and be, you know, that second punch that's going to help him out? That's it. And really start to put sides away because he's having to do everything for the full 80. This Mm. manly side is troubling. And one of the things I wonder about this side, obviously, you know, it's a six-point loss. Manly fans will be like, why are you being so harsh on us? But I I think it's something to watch this year, not just the fact that Turbo's a bit injured, but Seabold. We know Mm. that he has a certain type of coaching that some players don't resonate with. Yep. Yeah, you yep. know, and there's been like talks in his earlier part of his career that it was like sometimes a bit too complicated or mm. you know that like over the top. I'm wondering to see how if, if this season doesn't start to kick into gear a bit better and we see some stronger performances, and they need people to step up as well. You can't be sitting here going, "Oh, it's turbo or nothing." You've got too much talent yeah. out there to be like this. I think they really miss Jake being in top form. To be honest, 100. Um, yeah, they do. But like, I, I wonder if. You know, if this season doesn't seem to show some kind of improvement, like what are we playing as? What's our identity as a side? Then we're looking mm. at the same issues that kind of followed Seabold around uh, in the back end of South Sydney and through the Broncos' time. Well, they got they got an old older halfback in Dale Cherry Evans. Look, and he, he can marshal the troops around, but look, he's he's no spring chicken, and he's not busting the line well, or breaking through or making those quick darts. Is he? And they still can't figure um, out the five eighth position around him. Like, and they, they can't either, right? And and the thing is, and I, I know you don't blame Turbo all the time, but every time he's come across for a, for a cross tackle this year and they change direction, he can't. Mm. He cannot change direction. So those groins are gone. Mm. Um, and that's, yeah, you've seen the guy step off his right foot, just went back inside. I mean, just, it's like turnstile straight through. Yeah, he's got – I think – I reckon it's confidence rather than the injury, I feel. Like, yeah, I was talking to like is. a few people are like, it takes your time to feel like you can really push it. And he's injured yep. it so yep. many times. I reckon it'll be. I, I, I am confident that you'll see him late surge this season. I, I do have a feeling. Yeah, like, I don't think so. You really don't. I feel like you might see him turn no, around. I, at the I, end. I, I, I just reckon he's had so many injuries, and you're dead right. It is a confidence thing, but uh, yeah, he just he's just looking lame, and like he's not getting into full speed uh, in in a straight direction, and he just definitely can't turn on the dime. Mm. That's what they're doing. They're stepping him quite easy. Anyway, well, enough about Turbo. Enough about Turbo. Let's quickly mention the other game from yesterday, uh, the Knights. I mean, we go from one person looking lame to another who I have been, honestly, I'll be honest, I've been pretty naggy on on uh, Ponga and his position yep. at the Knights and a little bit like, you know, when he plays, they don't play that well and it's not his fault mm-hmm. necessarily. It's just how the Knights seem to play. But, man... Now I'm like, give the man the number one jersey at State of Origin. Last <laughs> night, Ponga put on a clinic, and this is what I mean about confidence. I feel like he had to ease back in, and they almost did the right thing the Knights, letting him slowly return from these concussion protocols and mm. getting his confidence back because he was in everything yesterday, and it was spectacular. Yeah, he looked, he, he looked very good. He looked sharp. He looked quick, he, he, and he was decisive. That that was the key. Um, he wasn't questioning himself. Uh, looks good. I tell you, he's in a bit of trouble was Tyson Frizzell. Yeah, yeah, this will be interesting. I, I, to be honest, though, I think it's a bit iffy if he'll even get in that much trouble for this tackle. Cannonball is the latest one. We've got to stop naming these things, by the way. They're annoying the hell out of me. But um, <laughs> this Cannonball tackle, did, it didn't seem like there was much force on it. I reckon the Titans only took Tino off because they knew mm. they could get the free interchange. Uh, because if someone gets put on report, you can interchange your player if they're seemingly injured. Yeah. 
Yep. yep. And I think that's what happened because he came out in the second half and he seemed fine. I, I feel like Frizzell could be lucky here and get off, especially with Origin around the corner. We know that when it comes to match review, the looming Origin <laughs> date seems to change yeah, some of the decisions. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely does. <laughs> so I wouldn't worry too much about him, to be honest. But um, I do think that that's a tackle that you do need to keep an eye on. This hip drop thing, mm. they need to relax yeah. on. But anyway, that's for, for another time. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Jason Day, who won his 13th PGA title on the weekend, his first in five years. Yeah. He's really struggling. He, he lost his mum. Um, he's had a bit of a tough time. And, uh, you know, he was the man. He was the number one golf in the world there at one stage. And it just sort of all went away from him. So to come back and win, well done, Jason Day. Hang in there. Yeah, I, Great I love the stat that they put out there. 1,835 days later. It's <laughs> a lot, isn't it? Oh, man, that's so big. Uh, yeah, congratulations to him. Well, that's it for Afternoon Sport for your Monday. Make sure you hit follow, subscribe wherever you are listening. And make sure you give it a good rating too. Five stars, please. Give it a go. Uh, but before we go, a big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors, Elite Bet, the only betting app you'll ever need. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com.